Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Not much. I'm a little tired today. Me, too. Yeah. Is uh, Paul and Andy with Power Trip Gaming tired? I just came off four hours of sleep, so I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Nice. Yeah. Everybody's tired all the time. That's we're just a society of no sleep. That, yep, that's it. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is Two Dudes in an S podcast. We're going to talk about Castle Quest today. We got Power Trip Gaming hey. with us. Again, hello trying three. to be there i think they're trying to be the number one guest on this show because this makes like I three times so. i've been on the show yeah i think so three I times a lady i yeah i don't know uh why we keep getting uh invited back on but it's fantastic well, you know <laughs> what they say third time's a charm so yeah we'll see, yeah. So we we'll gotta, see if we can finally get it right one of these times time. <laughs> get it right <laughs> All right. Uh, well, and judging by the game you guys picked, once again, I don't know if you're going to get it right. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, yeah, whoops. Yeah. We, we dug deep, and it, 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 to, to my credit, I apologized right after I picked it. And I said, I'm sorry that I'm doing this to you guys, but it's, it, it's one of those necessary evils. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but I think next time you guys on, let's see, the track record so far is... Paul picks a game, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Andy picks a game, it's pretty fun. So next time Andy has to pick the game. <laughs> okay, like I see, the wizard's not terrible. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, I guess it's not great. But You're in the minority on that one. I know, I've always been. Always it was a good been. episode, not such a good game. <laughs> Fair Anyways, enough. Uh, so I, I was telling you I'm tired. I've got two tangents. We can fit them in anywhere you want. But I got the yep. iPhone tangent, and I've got the uh, Super Mario Odyssey tangent. Well, so you, guys just, you just guys let me know when. We don't want to do them back-to-back, obviously. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can do the iPhone tangent since... Yeah. Since it's fresh on your mind. <laughs> yeah, since we were just talking let's, about it before we started recording. That's true. Yeah, let's... We can okay. start We can start up with the, the iPhone tangent. All right. Well, so, clearly, Paul, I think you're the only one here who doesn't have an iPhone. Oh, Galaxy S6 or S5, baby. Man, I'm a okay. loser. <laughs> I think I just I've learned a lot about Paul this morning prior to recording and now. Paul <laughs> is like an antiquated gadget guy. <laughs> so yes, I don't I know am. if you were talking. I don't know if you were on yet, Justin, but he's he plays PlayStation 3. Forget about that oh, fancy smancy okay. PlayStation 4. 
Right. No switch. It's too way too new for him. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I don't know how to use it. Galaxy S five. There's no, what is it? There's like five more after that, but no, I think so. I think they're up to the S8. Pretty sure they're up to the S10. Oh, uh, yeah, at least the eight. I think they just yeah. did nine or something like that. But who needs so. who needs who needs something fancy and new when you got the Galaxy S5? Yeah. Still running Windows ninety five, I think. I yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> He's not wearing Bluetooth headphones. I so can see the cord. God, I like cords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm with you on that one. Corded, corded is much better. Uh, I don't have any Bluetooth either. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I think I'm the only guy that's moved on to Bluetooth. In this. Although when I get my new iPhone, it'll be Bluetooth. You'll have yeah, to. There you go. You'll have right. to. I will say, not, not much of a choice. <laughs> there's no, there's, yeah, there's no, uh, no right. cord outlet for it. Right. Anyways, so we're recording this on Saturday, the day after iPhone pre-orders and Mario Odyssey came out. Mm-hmm. So, all of us are tired in one way or another, I believe. Uh, yeah. But Justin and I both did the stupid, stupid thing of waking up in the morning and trying to order an iPhone at 3 a.m. I don't know why. Yeah. Why would... So, it was 3 a.m. for us, but West Coast, it was just midnight. Yeah, normal time. Which is where iPhone so, lands. Normal you know, time. Well, our Apple is. Um, yeah. So, they obviously care more about their West Coast people than their East Coast people. <laughs> right. East Coast people that what when they getting up for work or something? I don't know. What are we doing that <laughs> yeah. uh, so I feel like an idiot for doing it. Honestly, I really wanted it, but first of all, it's a new phone design that it's probably going to suck. Something's going to break on it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm going to be disappointed, <laughs> substantially disappointed. I, yeah. I just know that. number two. Obviously, <laughs> I had to get up super early. So mm-hmm. uh, and number three, it's really expensive. So I have no idea why I did it, but I did it. Nonetheless. I think you got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> did you get the 64 or the 256? I went 64 to make sure I could get it sooner. Yeah, I got 64 too, which is what I'm used to. So plus it's fine. Plus I mean, it's cheaper. Yeah. But, uh, so here's what happened to me, I think. Justin was talking about it. My brother was talking about it. Everybody I knew was going, it was like, I'm getting up early. So. Caught up in the heat. So I got up. Caught up in the moment. I got up. I don't know if anybody works for Sprint or anybody uh, has family that works for Sprint, but I'm going to put them on blast here for a minute. I hate you guys. (laughs) So (laughs) I was ordering it through Sprint, which is my phone carrier, and I was traveling at the same time. So I was in Louisville, Kentucky, because I had interviews like the past couple of days. And so I got up at three and got on my phone uh, and started trying to order it. The worst thing about Sprint's website is it's practically unusable in a mobile interface, which is ridiculous because they're mo- they're a mobile phone company. <laughs> like, I have no problems when I use their website on my computer, but every time I try to do something on the phone, it just doesn't work. Oh, so, yeah, it's the same uh, thing with me. I hate I hate Sprint's interface when it comes to the like mobile. It just makes yeah. no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so ironic, and I don't understand why they, you know. But anyway, so I wasn't actually able to order it until I got home yesterday because I could never get – I tried it multiple times throughout the day. Couldn't get it ordered. Obviously didn't get it ordered at 3 a.m. And finally got it ordered last evening when I got home, so probably won't get it until March. So, yeah. <laughs> At least you were able to order I guess they just don't yeah. – they don't ever stop you from ordering it, though, do they? I would assume not. They just say, go ahead and order it. We'll just give it, get it to you when we get it to you. Right, exactly. March. So I, 
I went on to, I was told, everybody on the internet told me that you need to go to the Apple website and that's the way to do it. Okay. <laughs> so I went there first, but I was also, I also had the AT&T website open because I didn't trust just Apple alone. <laughs> so I, did, I went, I got on the AT&T, AT&T said, you're in line. It'll be 30 minutes. I said, whoa, mm-hmm. okay. Well, in that amount of time, I can try to get on Apple. So I went on Apple and I was trying to get it. And, uh, Apple, by the time, I mean, I didn't wake up that late. I think I woke up at like 3.05, something like that. I don't know. I didn't wake up exactly at 3. But by the time Apple, I got it loaded and got it ready to check out, it was like three to four weeks. And I was like, what the heck? And I talked to uh, Matthew, my brother. He ordered it through the Apple website, and he said his was like three to four weeks pretty much instantly. So yeah. I think it just sold, the, the initial amount just sold out that fast. Wow. I wonder. Apple, I, think, I think people were told to go to the Apple website and said it'd be easier. So I think there it had was an influx on that particular medium. Mm-hmm. It, there had to be a number of ones available for each. Like there had to be an allotment. Like Sprint yeah. had to have so many. AT&T had to have so many. Because yeah. I mean, I because so Sprint changed their date. So one thing that I noticed with Sprint was like it said ship eleven three like throughout the day when I was trying to order it. But after I got home, it said ship eleven fourteen. Yeah. So I know I'm going to get mine later. So it, there had to have been allotment that they knew that they were going to run out at some point and that they'd get another shipment. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. so they had to know how many yeah, they were getting. I'm sure that's the way it works. Yeah. So yeah. to finish my story, I, the, I did not get it through the Apple store because it was like, okay, I've already lost my window to get it on Friday. So mm-hmm. I went back to the AT&T, clicked back over to my other tab, AT&T was like, okay, one minute left. I was like, sweet. Okay, here we go. AT&T, <laughs> it, the minute counted down, it said, okay, you're ready to go. Here you go. It, like, refreshed the page and then started the timer over again. It was like, 31 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yeah. So I scrambled yeah. for a minute and ended up on the Best Buy website and got it. And my email confirmation says, ready for pickup Friday. So, hey, holy cow. Nice. Yeah, I don't know how I just, I guess Best Buy people just didn't think to go to Best Buy, maybe. I, I still, I, like well, it's, it's one of those things like even when the, sorry to get off on a tangent, but like when the Switch came out and you couldn't find it anywhere, it's kind of like that, like Meyer, like everybody was going to Target, everybody was going to Best Buy, everybody was going to Toys R Us. They weren't hitting some of those other stores like Meyer's. So maybe with the iPhone, it's, People were going to Apple, they were going to uh, wherever, but then they weren't going to those other stores where mm-hmm. people don't generally think that they sell, like, cell phones. Yeah. So. Huh. So, anyways, uh, not not so much sleep in the past couple of days. Yeah. That was, thir- that was yesterday, or Friday morning, 3 a.m., that was yesterday for us. So The days are all blurring together now. Yeah, I don't even know what day <laughs> it is anymore. I know I don't have to work today, so that's all I know. Also yeah. know <laughs> that uh, we played Castle Quest. Yeah. Yes. Sure, that was enjoyable. <laughs> I'm, that's well, what fact. do you think I played from midnight to 3 a.m. while I waited to order my phone? <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have Odyssey yet. I didn't have Mario Odyssey yet. Uh, that's true. That's true. How so, much uh, Castle Quest did you play once Odyssey got picked oh, up? Oh, I haven't played any Castle Quest since Odyssey got here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I can't say I blame you. No. No. Mm-mm. If you so, went past five minutes, I give you credit. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So Justin, is there any history on this game? There is some history on this game. So Castle Quest 
which was the it was actually a sequel to a game, The Castle, that never came to the NES. The Castle was released on the MSX. Um, the MSX was associated with a company called ASC2 Corporation, which also developed this action-adventure game. And ASC2 Corporation um, was a company that was uh, stationed out of Japan that uh, made computer games, MSX games, um, and ventured into a little bit of Famicom and uh, NES games. Um, the founder, Kazuhiko Nishi, and uh, he was also is also founded by uh, oh this this one's gonna be uh, this one's gonna be <laughs> Kichiro Saka Sakamoto. There you go. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Nishi um, was uh, uh, had talked with Bill Gates and actually became a subsidiary of Microsoft and released uh, Microsoft products overseas under the company name ASC2 Microsoft that was formed in 1979. How so, interesting. Wow. Front level of a Microsoft, <laughs> this uh, company was. So this game released uh, in Japan on computers in 1985 and then came to the NES in November 28, 1986. Um, and then it wasn't released into in North America until September of 1989. So there was like a three-year gap between Japan's release to bringing it to the United States. So uh, one common complaint, which I think we're going to get into later in this game, is there's no saves uh, in the NES version. But in the Famicom version, you could if you use their uh, data recorder accessory. So there was like a cassette recorder accessory, and there was only four games that ever used it. <laughs> and that was Excitebike, Mock Rider, Wrecking Crew, and Castle Quest. So if you really wanted to save your Castle Quest game, you could buy that data recorder for the Famicom. What a weird selection. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mock Rider? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I will say Mock Rider had that like level creation thing. So that was, and, I can see and, that. And well, so did Sidebike, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Wrecking Crew did as well, too. So mm. that's, uh, so, that's so I, well, I, I found the similarities to it. But Castle, I didn't realize that it had like a huh. like a level creator, maybe. Oh. Although Castle Quest it, does, maybe? No. I, well, it, I, I don't because the game is such a pain to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you maybe. might need some help. Maybe. I could see how <laughs> Castle Quest would, would have a level creator. Maybe just, they could do one, but I don't know. Yeah, that'd be awesome so. if it did. Mm, that'd be pretty cool yeah, to make the, your own. No, it may be cool to make your own, but unless they change the physics and gameplay of the game, I don't know if I'd want it. The whole yeah. game in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just have to change that. You just need to make a whole game creator. That'd be great. <laughs> and... Uh, one, a couple other differences between this and the MSX version. Um, the Famicom and NES versions, uh, the rooms are wider than the screen, which is not something that the MS, MSX version had. So you actually had what felt like more rooms because the, the rooms were basically double the size of the screen. And um, you could use the dagger in the uh, NES and Famicom versions, but you could not use the dagger to kill enemies. And the MSX version. 
Hmm. You you didn't really need yeah. the dagger in the game. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, so, no, it says I'd you can rather. use it to kill enemies, but I never. Uh, it's that. it's it's difficult. <laughs> they just wanted to add a little extra violence for the North Americans. I like yeah. violence. <laughs> All it killed was the snarfs, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's about it for the yeah, big uh, uh, history. You got a uh, big story about how you came across this game, Mike? Uh, not a big story, but uh, one thing I want to say is I was kind of half expecting a quiz. I know. Yeah. Well, I've been traveling. I know. I understand. I but to, don't worry. It's time. I have a backup quiz. It's not about the game. Thank God. But I do have a backup quiz, just in case okay. you didn't have one. Do you want to do it? Or do you want to save it? it for later? It's a castle quiz. It's really easy. So it's, it, may be, it may be whoever can ring in first. All right, let's do it. Let's do it now. <laughs> do it now. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so do you guys want to do you guys versus Justin, or do you want everybody for themselves? Let's do everybody for themselves this time. Let's everybody for themselves. I think so, yeah. yeah. Paul, Andy, and just Justin? Jay? Pete. 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 Paul, Andy, and Pete. Right. We're going Pete. <laughs> Pap. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to shorten mine to Pope, because I think I did that last time, because it's hard yeah. to yell Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pope. Oh, Triple P. All right. Yeah, that's right. Hey. Pope you guys are like a wrestling trio. Yeah. Yeah. Triple P. <laughs> <laughs> Triple P. Okay. Do you guys want multiple choice, or do you just want to answer outright? Let's see. If, let's, we'll try answer outright first. Yeah, we'll yeah. try to answer outright. Yeah. Okay, who were the first people to build castles? Like what, um, not denomination, but what, like, group? Pete. Pete. The Knights Templar. Okay, maybe I have to give you multiple choice. Okay. You'll, yeah, get, okay. you'll get the ring in again, Justin. Don't worry. I'm just guessing. Is it A, the Romans? Paul. B, the Norman. Paul? Is, you think <laughs> yeah, it's it's, I think it's the Romans. It is not the Romans. Oh, that was my first Andy and Justin, you still have a chance. You jumped the gun. You jumped the gun. Pope and Justin, you still have a chance. Is it A, the Romans, B, the Normans, C, the Egyptians, or D, the Vikings? Pete. Pete. Normans. Normans. It was the Normans. Oh, Oh, wow. Interesting. All right. One. Good old Norm. One for Pete. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. Why were castles built? Pete. Okay, Pete. To protect gold. Not to protect gold. But, to protect uh, yeah, silver. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to protect the people, actually, but yeah. that's fine. Okay, two for, two for Pete. Pete's on a roll. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. Okay. Castles were often built on top of hills and surrounded by water. Why? Pete, uh, Pope. <laughs> that was ringing for him. Let's <laughs> Pope. Was it to, uh, pretty much only have one access point? Yeah, make it harder to attack. Good. That's, that's a good answer. Go. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get this quiz? On, like, last attack or something? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You think it's too easy? <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I got it after we're done so you guys can feel thoroughly embarrassed. Outside of the first question, it was, oh no. It's okay, been too easy. Yeah. There is a tower in every castle. What is the tower called? Paul. Paul. Spire? No, not the spire. You guys want multiple choice? You just got through saying this is easy, Justin. Come on. Well, yeah, he doesn't need multiple choice. (laughs) 
Give us a choice. I do. Okay. Is it called the moat? Is it called the keep? Is it called the drawbridge? <laughs> or is it called the bailey? Oh. Uh, Paul uh, knows now. You, you, get, you guys figure B. it out amongst yourselves. <laughs> B. B, the keep? Is that what you say? Yeah, I'm going to go. You didn't ring in. so I said Pete. No, he did. He did. You said yeah, Pete. He did. I thought you said B. <laughs> I said Pete, and then I said B. Pete B? Okay, it Pete is B. B. It's the keep. Yeah. It Castle keep. keep. Strict guess. It was either B or D. Okay. I don't know. Moat sounded like a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pete has uh, Pete has three now. Pope Manning has one. It's killing. Okay, here we go. Soldiers would stand behind the battlements of a castle and fire uh, cannonballs. Where would you find the battlements? All? Yes, Paul? On the, like, on the top of the castle. Yeah, on the top of the castle. Good job. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, watched enough movies. <laughs> okay. As well as being a fortress, a castle was also the home of the Lord, his family, and his followers. Which fancy event would you go to at a castle? Would you go to a disco? Would you go to a concert? Would you go to a banquet or would you go to a buffet? Pope. <laughs> Pope. It's almost embarrassing that the answer is here. Uh, a banquet. Yes, a banquet. One of the reasons I picked this quiz is because the answers are sometimes hilarious. <laughs> oh, I get the easy ones. <laughs> okay, so it's three to two to one. Right. Okay, there's uh, three more questions. Nope. One, two, three, four more questions. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Right. Before a boy becomes a knight, he had to train as a what? Pope. Pope? Uh, squire. Yes, a squire. Uh oh. Three, three to three to one. Da-da. Sorry, Paul. Uh, yeah. I think you're statistically unable to win. You may be able to. Oh, no, you can still win. I think I can tie. Yeah, maybe tie. Oh, wait, no. If I get the next three, I could win. So, you okay. Win. Okay, you could win out. Here we go. All right, two here we go. Knights, two knights would often battle on horseback using a wooden lance. The popular tournament was called. Uh, Paul. Yes, Paul. Jousting. Yes, jousting. Getting there. Okay, three to three Making to two. This is it's getting tight. Okay. Uh, I really kind of hope Paul gets this next. So okay, this, this I'm going to go, go, go I'm probably going to go straight to multiple multiple right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say go straight to multiple choice, but again, I've only been up for like 30 minutes. So, okay. Why why do people not build castles anymore? People used to build castles. Why don't they build castles anymore? Is it A because it costs too much? B because it takes too long to build? C, because of gunpowder. D, because people did not get, because people do not get paid enough money to build castles. <laughs> a lot of these oh. apply. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's A and B sound really good, but my, my initial thought was A. It's just, it costs too much. Are you ringing in? Uh, yeah, I, I said Paul. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not because they cost too much. Pope? No. <laughs> Pope? Is it? It's not C. Just guess C. C. I'm going to give in to peer pressure. C. Yeah. <laughs> C. You guys Dang C? it. It is C, actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Gunpowder made it too easy to destroy the walls. 
Okay. I feel like that's not an issue anymore. No. <laughs> well, we have. If uh, you knew how to build could... for that now, if you knew how to build a castle, you wouldn't even have to worry about the gunpowder. Right. Who cares? Yeah. So, not to yes. mention, you can attack from above now because of airplanes. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a go. guess. So. <laughs> but I mean, if you wanted to build a castle, just build a castle, right? I suppose, yeah. So cost well, let me say, maybe the question. Okay, let me rephrase the question. Okay, <laughs> why do people not build castles for protection anymore? Okay, does that help you? Well, now that just completely changes the entire exactly okay. entire course. I think you should just throw away the question. No, what? That's my winning point. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Pope's Pope's keeping his points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mario. Uh, all right, last <laughs> last question. Last question. Uh, let's see. What's the score? Four to three to two. Two. Okay, sorry. Yeah. This is the last question. Okay. What is the name of the castle in Scotland's capital city? <laughs> you need. You need. Uh, multiple oh, I need choice? some choices. Okay. Need some choices. Is it Stirling Castle? Is it Falkirk Castle? Is it Edinburgh Castle? Or is it Perth Castle? Pete. Paul. Oh. Pete. <laughs> Edinburgh. Yep, it is Edinburgh. God. Now me, yeah. okay, me and Pope are tied. You guys are so, tied, so, so I guess we have to do a tiebreaker. Uh, okay, so first of all, this was a, first of all, this was a this quiz was a fourth graders quiz about castles. Oh, wonderful! Oh man! <laughs> so <laughs> you guys, last place. <laughs> you guys did do great. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. I'm going to do a quiz. I'm going to do a quiz about this show. Like I did last time we had a tiebreaker. Okay. This is uh, this is Cast Quest. We, this is like our 119th, 120th episode. But what was episode 7 of this show? Can I phone a friend? Pete. Uh, oh, Justin's already ringing No. Out. Don't look it up. Ghostbusters. Oh, I, I'm looking it up now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is not Ghostbusters. I'm going to take a stab at it. Do you need to phone a friend? I'll allow you and Paul to uh, oh, talk what together. Was the seventh? I Contra. Want, uh, no, I want to say it was Metroid. I'm just gonna mm. guess a random game, Contra. It was not Contra or Metroid. It was later, yeah, those, both uh, yeah. of those were later. They were a little I'm, bit later. I'm gonna say Jaws. Let's say Jaws. Not Jaws. God, you guys don't know anything about this show. <laughs> we we did Jaws early. Okay, I'll we? let you guys keep going back and forth. Till you get it right. <laughs> we did Ghostbusters and Jaws early. Yeah, Ghostbusters was like episode three. Can we okay. ask questions? Yes, you can ask questions. Was it a popular game? Uh, it had two sequels, so I would say it's moderately popular. Castlevania. It was not Castlevania. No! Uh, <laughs> I said moderately popular. Moderately. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. We did not have a guest on this episode. Okay. Two sequels. Adventures of Lolo. We haven't played that game yet. Yeah, no. I was going to say that was one I was thinking of, too. Uh, I don't know how many games I don't, that had two sequels. Adventure okay, Island? Let me give you another hint. The sequels were not the same name. As the oh man! Oh, I'm gonna throw that monkey in the wrench. Whew! Pac-Man. 
No. <laughs> oh, you know, I guarantee you there are some listeners at home just screaming because they know this answer. I, I feel really bad. That, they don't. Um, it does not have the same title. Oh, my God. The title. Well, okay. The title is in the game, but it is not the main title. Does that help? In the sequels? <sighs> okay, I'm going to give you the hint that's going to give it away. You ready? Yeah. On the cover of one of the sequels, was there was a popular long-haired model who may have been hit oh, by the Wizards of Warriors. <laughs> oh. Yes, Fabio was the uh, was the model on the second game. And the second game was yeah. actually called Iron Sword, right? Iron Sword, yeah. yep. Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2. Yep. There you go. <clears throat> so we're going to give that one to Pope then, since you guys are a team yeah. in the end. All right. Yeah, and uh, and since I, I failed a fourth grader's quiz. <laughs> you did do that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for inviting me on the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Embarrassment, mostly. <laughs> Making my job a lot easier. Yeah. Okay, so, quest for the cart. Um, I picked this up in a boring old eBay lot. Yay. Oh. So <laughs> not much of a quest, but maybe Paul or Andy has a cool story so, about how they got this game. I don't know if it's necessarily cool, but um, this game, I actually, uh, I do remember when um, I got this one, it was around 2005, 2006. I paid, I think five bucks for it. And it was at a, uh, it was at a flea market actually. <laughs> um uh, a local one that's that's uh, about maybe twenty minutes away from us called Seven Mile Fair. Um, back dogs. when they actually, what's it? Do they have corn dogs? They do have corn dogs there, and they've got many other different kinds of foods and yeah, yeah, like that's the like first yeah, question. Candy and stuff. That's the first question we always <laughs> ask around these parts. Yeah, corn they even have like a, a yeah. they even have like a like a little like train ride for kids too there. That's great. It's actually quite a thing. It's yeah, quite a spectacle. It, it is. It's it's That's huge. Fancy. It's huge yeah. around the Midwest. But um, they don't have as many games there now as they as they did back then. But uh, but when I saw this one, it was it was one of those things where the 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 cover art of the uh, the label just completely like sold me. I'm like, what is this game? I really want this game. And so I just I paid five bucks for it and I got it. So and it wasn't until. I think years later that I ended up getting the instruction booklet for it. And then even later that I ended up buying the map on eBay, the map that was originally packaged in with the game. So God, you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I take it. Maybe that goes for a pretty penny. Uh, the, what the map? The map. Oh no, no. I think I paid with shipping included. Uh, it was seven or eight bucks or less. Oh, nice. So Nobody yeah, it's, it. No, it, it, exactly. Bingo. Nobody wants it. <laughs> the map is only if you want to beat the game, and guess what? People are not knocking down the doors trying to beat this game. It is a, it is a necessary evil to get this map. It, it is completely necessary. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so a, you guys have a way better... Okay, I've learned something doing this show. The, the guests normally have a way better the quest for the cart than I do. Yeah, maybe we should rename the section to Guests Quest for the Cart. Yeah, or, hey, how did you get this cart? <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, how did you guys get it? Because my store's boring. It's got a good ring to it. Guest, guest Quest. Guest Quest for the Cart. Guest Quest yeah. for the Cart. I, I'm, with you, on the, I'm with you on the cover and the, bo- the box art and the uh, game art is pretty enticing, really. Yeah, it really, oh, yeah. It really is. 
Yeah. I remember popping it in to Nintendo thinking, oh, I'm going to have such a good time on this. I think we were between recording things, and I was like, eh, Castle Quest. Box art looks awesome. He's got a cool little hat on and a cool little rapier sword thing. I'm like, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That <laughs> cart came out maybe in a couple minutes, and I was like, that's... Mm, <laughs> Let's not play this for a while. Next. (laughs) So I, when I, okay, so when I got this game, I didn't play it immediately, but I remember thinking, looking at the cover, I was like, this could be cool. This game looks fun, maybe, from the cover, which goes to show you that a cover can go a long ways for for people purchasing a game. Mm -hmm. If you can't win by word of mouth, win by a really snazzy cover, you know? Oh, yeah. Spent too much time on the cover and they forgot to design the game. Yeah. (laughs) They started with the cover. It must have started with the cover, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I remember thinking, for some reason, the whole time, I thought I was going to get to be this knight guy. Mm. The the silver armor-wearing knight guy, but ended up being the musketeer, and I was a little disappointed. silly you. No armor for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. But I do have the manual, but it sounds like you have the manual. Do you guys bring it with you? To you the know show? what? Uh, oh, give me one second here. Because my manual is a PDF manual. But it sounds like you guys might have a... Oh, don't don't break that one. Yeah, really. <laughs> Damn it. Be careful. You think that this I would is be a great prepared. pod. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out. <laughs> no, no leave, it. leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. My nice shirt, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Mine was What's dirty. That? What's that? It says nice shirt. You know, oh, we have our hey. shirts, but I don't think we ever wear them exactly. for the show, Mike. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen I usually wear, wear mine. Orders. I usually wear mine doing other things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, the, so here it button, is. Yeah. Yep. Casco. Oh yeah, and the map is right there inside. I thought you were gonna frame this. I should have, but I was too. Just I didn't want to. See, why would you can frame I, that? Oh, there's. I'm gonna give a little backstory on why we chose this one for today. Um. So, on our channel, we played this. I think it was game. Was it before Super Mario Brothers? So it was, or was it after? Uh, I think it was after. So it was past our 100th game or whatever. This was Paul's, by far, his his biggest triumph on Power Trip. Because I think we spent probably total beating this game between him playing off-camera and on-camera about 25 to 30 hours uh, yeah, to, to beat this. 20, wow. 20 hours. Which is yeah. pretty epic for a Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, so I figured, you know, we... Behind us in our videos, we have all, like, we have the high C ecto cooler things from when we did ghostbusters. We have like trophies of our triumphs. Yeah, and this, sense. this would be a perfect one to have right behind us. So that's, yeah, that's why we would yeah, frame it. I, yeah. Okay. It makes, it makes total sense. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that, uh, you had like what, 17 different videos for beating this game. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch. I think it was like, yeah, third, yeah, 13 <laughs> or 14, so- but it was, yeah. And that's, and actually the first video has a, uh, it's kind of like a splice together videos of the fails that we had done because we actually did, I think, two, two five hour segments that we ended up not being able to use because we didn't we didn't beat the game on you, either. You died either so many times. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's it never it couldn't even figure it out. That's the funny thing is that they give you 50 lives and, and right off the bat, you think, oh, man, why are they giving me 50 lives? You, the lives are so inc- inconsequential. 
because you will literally you can make it so far and if you screw up something along the way you may not know until the 45th minute or an hour later that you've screwed up and that you have to that that's it it doesn't matter if you have 30 or 40 lives left or 10 or 15 you're just you're done you have to start over again so so the lives really mean nothing you really i mean okay we're we're really digging into this game first i want to ask a couple questions yes uh one did you play when you were a kid or did you just play it for the show kind of i never played it once as a kid never even heard of it yeah i had heard of it either i think the first time i played this was was a few years back where i popped in the game played it for a little bit thought hmm you're gonna, you're gonna laugh at me. It made me think a lot of uh, Legacy of the Wizard, just because of the dungeon crawling oh. aspects of it. This he, game made me think a lot of Legacy of the Wizard too. Okay, actually. thank you. I'm glad <laughs> it's not just me. Um, and so, at, at first, I was kind of overwhelmed, and I turned it off, and I thought, you know what? One day, I'm gonna come back to this game because love Legacy of the Wizard, so I'm gonna love this game. And uh, when we actually came back to it for for the show. Uh, I got nothing. I yeah, it was, just, it, was it, it was yeah. All right, well then I let me ask you. Let me ask you hard. my second question then. Do you care to read the story to us from the manual? I most certainly can. So, we've got the story. A long time ago in a faraway land, there lived a lovely young princess named Margarita. Uh, it's Margarita. 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 <laughs> Her beauty and grace were known throughout the land, especially to Mad Miser, the dark lord of the grim Groken Castle, high in the Forbidden Mountains. He had vowed to make the princess his queen, and so one terrible day he sent his ghoulish helpers to capture her, and she was carried off and imprisoned in one of the hundred miserable rooms of Groken Castle. (laughs) News of the kidnapping spread throughout the kingdom, and many courageous young men braved the perils of Groken Castle in an attempt to rescue the princess, only to become hopelessly lost in the complicated maze of rooms, ensnared in one of the many treacherous traps, or foiled by Mad Miser's deadly servants. Finally, the news reached the worthy prince Raphael, who had long loved the princess (laughs) from afar. Raising his sword to the heavens, Prince Raphael swore that nothing would keep him from her side and set out on his castle quest. Self-referential, I like it. The odds against him seemed hopeless, but legend has it that two magical fairies have been held captive in the castle for centuries. If the prince can find and release them to gain their help, he may yet succeed in his quest. And to rescue his fair princess, he is prepared to face the deadly wrath of the Dark Lord himself. Oy. That is the story. Yeah. So many flaws in that story. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) Such a promising story. Like, they weave such a tale and and then just drop the ball. Yeah, but they weave such a tale. (laughs) But it's, I mean, it's it's such a common thing, too. It's like... The, the princess is captured by the villain, the, the mad miser, who wants to then make her his queen. And then the fair hero is the one who is supposed to rescue the princess. It's it, it's the story you've the heard a million times. It's all this time, as they say. It's, yes, correct. Total trope. But they did throw in the inclusion of fairies. Fairies that have been stuck in the castle for centuries. <laughs> That's right. And they didn't go with just your generic prince. They went with a three musketeer. Yeah. They did. They did. And it's the funny because it's a Oh, she's a babe. 
yes, yes. Margarita is actually, yeah, she's she's quite an attractive princess. <laughs> but yeah, in the instructions, they show a picture of the knight when they're talking about Raphael, and you're like, oh, cool, I'll get to see this cool guy. So Yeah, so again, so I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, there's there's your knight that you think that you are going to be, because apparently he's decked out in in a suit of armor that you would think he'd be able to handle the uh, the, the dungeon of the Mad Miser, but yeah, he never has any kind of armor. Yeah, I yeah. will say also that they were they're a little lazy in their manual here because they they have that one really awesome drawing that's on the box art, mm-hmm. and they just reuse it over and over again. Like this is actually clip yeah. art from the box. This art. is literally yeah, you're right. Crop. This is literally clip art from the box. Yeah, they just crop it out. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't redraw anything. They just clipped the box art and reused it again. Mm-hmm. But eh, what are you gonna do? That's okay. yeah, yeah. So um. Let's talk about the game. I've realized that the NES, uh, there's a genre in the NES that is doesn't really exist almost anywhere else. Okay, because eventually this kind of this genre kind of turns into Metroidvania. Oh, at the time, it, yeah, but yeah. at the time that that was really not a thing, and this this is not really detailed enough to be a Metroidvania. So I, there, I feel like the NES has a fairly unique genre, uh, mm-hmm. the 2D side-scrolling ma- maze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically what this is, and that's also kind of what Legacy of the Wizard is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, there's tons of games that I can think of. I can't think of the names of them, but I can, I'm picturing them, like seeing them, playing them in my mind that are like mm-hmm. 2D maze games. Yeah, on the NES. Yeah. yeah, and this game was really. I mean, it really was like Legacy of the Wizard, just even in the layout of the uh, of the map and the. Like where you're going. I mean, this is a ten by ten grid of of uh, of rooms, and I think uh, Legacy of the Wizard was a sixteen by sixteen. So I mean, it's it's somewhat similar, um, and has about the the as much cohesion um, in the layout of the uh, <laughs> of of the map as uh, Legacy of the Wizard had. So hmm. this game also to me feels kind of like. I know it's not randomly generated, but it feels like a randomly generated game. It almost. sure does. Because every uh-huh. room just feels like it was just kind of... It, it's almost like it's not designed. It's like it's just made. Yeah, no, it's, you know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like each... And actually, as I, was, uh, as I was thinking about this, it's almost like each room, like to call it a puzzle game, each room was designed with, okay, well, what's a good puzzle that we can include in here? Okay, this is a good puzzle. <laughs> and then... They'll think about the next room. Like, okay, what's the next puzzle? Okay, we'll make that in the next room. And it's and, and so it's like it, it's like a hundred little puzzles that all are laid out in a map grid that just, like I said, has has absolutely no cohesion uh, to to the map. This this Groken <laughs> castle is quite broken. I mean, broken. Broken. <laughs> yeah, and it felt like 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 you kind of alluded to this, Paul. But the way I felt like it was is like they just kind of designed the layout, and then they were like, "Okay, now we got to come up with a bunch of puzzles." But yeah, so yeah. it's like you know, mm-hmm. okay, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna I'm like I'm gonna sum up my feelings before we get into the details instead of in reverse. Okay, this game to me, I would think I would have actually really enjoyed this game if two things would have been true. One, it's not a map layout where you go to any room. It's like it was like a level layout where you beat one mm-hmm. one room and moved on to the next one. Mm. And, like a Solomon's Key, like Adventures yeah. of Lolo, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or and and then this kind of goes along with the same lines. You just get rid of the keys. 
for the most part. Just get rid of the key system. Just oh. have like each level. Yeah. Almost like a side-scrolling jumping game with some light puzzle elements. And then mm-hmm. once you beat a room, you go on to the next room. Almost like a, also kind of like Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. game really yeah. could have worked as a game like that, I think. Yeah. Oh, Unfortunately, absolutely. it's just not that game at all. Very much so. No. In fact, the keys are such a hindrance. It's. I think, honestly, that's what detracts from the fun of the game. Is Yeah, there's like a hundred little puzzles throughout each room. But they're all within one overly elaborate puzzle, which is the doors and the keys. Because you have to be... It, the rooms feel so illogically placed, but they're so precise that it, mm-hmm. it drives you insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with this map, it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> like, the map tells you which direction to go, but not what to do in the room. Yeah, and it's and it's funny, too, because I even... I, I said this once we got done. I mean, with all the frustration that I, I went through actually playing this game and trying to map out everything, honestly, I I sort of like the game. I, I think that it's it, it does have its fun aspects and that it, it can be rewarding, but there are a few fatal flaws of this game that they just really messed up on one is the amount of keys making their making a finite amount of keys where you don't have as many keys as you do rooms that you're going into yeah doors and the fact that you have these potential things where they are trying to mess you up where if you lose a key piece of a puzzle that you destroy in one room and then you end up circling around 45 minutes later you come back to that room and then you realize oh my god i needed that in order to 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 make it through this puzzle it's almost like they're intentionally trying to intentionally trying to to like throw you <laughs> off or or to to mess you up so that you have to start over again mm-hmm. and this yeah. game is not one that you can just pick up and just kind of casually play i mean it's it's an investment if you really want to play it and i think it just that's what turns people off to it your investment is probably the big word there because this game, there's we as we mentioned earlier, there's no save. No, there's no way at all to checkpoint system nothing. Yeah, so you have well, to play through it all kind of at once, you know. Well, yeah. and, and that's there actually, are dead ends. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, and that's actually one of the funny things too is that um, as Justin said too, the um, the Japanese version, uh, the difference between that and, and the American version is you only have four lives in the yeah. Japanese version, but it has a save feature. But when you really think about it, when you boil it down, the save feature doesn't do you any good. Because if you screw up and you don't know that you screwed up, you can save wherever you want to save. But guess what? You're still going to have to start over again. The the, yeah. the way that I had kind of thought about this is it's almost like if you're playing Adventures of Lolo. And you go through the fifth level, and you were supposed to beat it this way, not that way, but this way, so that it, you got a key item. But you don't find out that you were supposed to do it this way until you get to room 72. And it's like, by that point, you're like, oh, okay, well, it's, I don't want to start over again, and I'm just not going to play this game again. So, <laughs> Castle yeah, Quest you, is. Can you imagine if all NES games were like that? What if oh. in Bubble Bobble you were playing, and you're like on level three on Bubble Bobble, and you were supposed to pop this one. Thing in the yeah, corner, and then you get to ninety-nine. Yeah, I don't have the, I don't have the super bubble. What the super Mario? Yeah, Super yep. Mario Brothers. You were supposed to pick up the axe to knock down the bridge for eight-four. 
Yeah. Oh. To kill Bowser, yeah, in like level three, and you should yeah, like world three, and you, didn't, and, and you didn't get it, yeah, yeah. Oh, like man. world eight four is the only level where the bridge doesn't have its own little button to hit. You had to have, you had to have <laughs> right. it with you, you had to bring right? It. Exactly. <laughs> you had to bring your own axe. Yeah. Actually, yeah. this game, this game has there's um there's one on the NES called the Immortal. It's kind of the same exact thought. Um, there's literally a way to lose in the very first room you start in. But you won't realize you've lost until the end of the game. Oh, it's man. it's so, so deceptive. So just, but that one has a password feature. Yeah. So even if you get a password, all your passwords are moot because you screwed up in that one room. Again, same thing with with uh, uh, Castle Quest, where the passwords and and even people who want to like emulate this game and have save states. Again, the save states aren't going to do you any good unless no. you're using them just solely for trying to learn the puzzles and trying to cl- like clear the puzzles. But map it as, out yourself. As far as trying to beat the game, save states do you absolutely no good. <laughs> no. So, mm. so this yeah. game's frustrating. It's yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> the uh, all the stuff we've talked about. Plus, I could not stand the way this guy controlled. Like his jump, oh. his floaty jump, and his itty bitty <laughs> tiny d- dagger that just barely <laughs> sticks out in front of him. Yeah, you can't kill anybody. I just stopped trying to kill anybody. You oh, just yeah. yeah, you just halfway through the game. Well, not even halfway through the game. I would say about maybe a good four screens into the game, you realize that no, you probably should just jump over people. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't. Yeah, don't don't try to stab them because it's it's only going to end poorly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where's, the, this, where's this nice fancy rapier he's got on the cover? You know, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So the only thing you can kill are these broke. bushy little things that look like snarfs from uh, from Thundercats. Thunder yeah. I think they're like dwarves or something. They're, they're called they're called attack cats. <laughs> attack cats. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the the controls actually. Um, it's funny. I, I got used to the, the whole jumping and hovering aspect of it. I, I think you get used to that. Um, the whole having to kind of be a half pixel off of like crates and boxes and whatever, like for puzzle stacking, you get used to that. But the, the controls of actually having to like push something and be precise really got frustrating because you couldn't just slightly tap the button to do something. Otherwise he wouldn't do it. So you had to kind of lay into it, but then by laying into it, you risk pushing something too far or moving too fast or whatever it is. So it, it ends up kind of screwing you over in the, in that sense. So then you have to then restart the, the rumor mm-hmm. restart the puzzle. So yep, it, it exactly definitely, yeah. yeah, it definitely takes some getting used to. I, 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 the controls I don't knock as much because it's just a, it's just a different feeling. It's, it's not they're they're not terrible because it's just it feels different than most. Exactly. I I would not by any means say that the controls are terrible because we've played games with a lot worse controls, um, but they do they they take some getting used to. Mm. Yeah, and um. spikes apparently hurt you from the side. I learned that. <laughs> Spikes do hurt you from the side, yeah, yeah, because those spikes are really sharp on on their sides. There's, there's little... no sense. No, no, none whatsoever. Poor Raphael. Yeah, didn't stand a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so and what did the, you guys? Uh, what do you guys think about the graphics on this game? The Raphael sprite's a little short, and a little, <laughs> little stocky. 
I feel like they're mediocre, to be honest. Yeah. They feel like they're, a lot of games. Legacy yeah. of the Wizard. I know we keep alluding to it, but that's pretty much exactly what it feels like. Go on, Paul, spit it out. Oh. <laughs> how, how dare you compare <laughs> this to Legacy of the Wizard to say that it's bland or that it's that it's boring? It's not great. Because I because I was actually going to use that that to say how boring it is when compared to Legacy of the Wizard because Yes, the sprites. Uh, so, variety of the enemies. Like, there's really, like, three different types of enemies. That's yeah. it. Little Rafael is just... he He's a, he's a chubby cherub three musketeer and very, very <laughs> small. Uh, the, the backgrounds are non-existent. It's just literally... It's, it's just a black screen. And so, basically, the puzzles and, and stuff like that, that's the only graphics. So... This game was released in September of 1989. Legacy of the Wizard came out in April of 1989. When you look at the backgrounds of Legacy of the Wizard or the environments and the graphics of it, yes, the main characters look really squatty and, and non-existent, but the the environments were just so grandiose to me. Like there was so much that was put into it. There was there was art in the backgrounds there was mountains there was whatever this game had absolutely none of that so it was bland but it didn't have to be bland That's if true. that makes sense bland they are in the sake bland for blandness sake yeah because they wanted to focus on the puzzles yeah i will say that uh for 1989 by that time in the life cycle of nes we should be expecting better than this should game. be better yeah it, it, oh, it, yeah. it should have been better and there was, and there already was better at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the graphics are not terrible, but they're just, no. they're mm-hmm. just nothing. They're, just, like, yeah, they're, they're very graphics. Nothing yeah. to see here. Move along. <laughs> exactly. <Pretty much>. <laughs> Which brings me to my next question. What about the sound of the music? Oh, God. So the music, but, you know, in my yeah. opinion, gets, gets a 10 um, <laughs> because it's, Oh wait a wait a minute! Ten out of one. Oh no, no, that's right. Okay, so the so the music to uh to a game called Lisa the Painful, um that gets a ten because what I would do when I was practicing this game is I would always mute the uh, the television and then listen to other music because yeah. that's literally the only way that you're going to make it past this game <laughs> with your sanity. Um, I give the music a one just because it's it's just it's it's, it's terrible it's and it it grates on you. Okay, so for the people listening to the podcast on audio and not the behind-the-scenes version, I'm not putting the music. No, thank you for this episode. I, uh, I, I, I have to thank you for that because I honestly, as I thought about like how you do the the podcast and you have the music in the background, uh-huh. I'm thinking to myself like you're going to drive people away if you have that <laughs> music constantly loop. It's literally a six-second loop. That just keeps playing. Okay, okay. Seriously. Oh, I know the whole song by heart. I think I woke up screaming one night and singing that song. My wife's like, what are you doing? Castle Quest! Sweating. You're just sweating. Trying to get out of this castle. Oh, man. Yeah, it's there's literally, I think, so you've got no music on the opening screen. There's the the regular six-second loop throughout every single room of the castle. It never changes. Which resets, by the way, every time you leave Which the room. resets every time you leave the room and come back on. Yes, which is wonderful. Um, there is a different sound effect for when you get a, uh, a water tank so that you can go 
in water. There is a different song when you rescue a fairy. So there's a little bit of variety there. It's not when you're invincible. And when you're invincible. So yeah, so maybe with the variety of it, we bump it up to a to a two, maybe? Mm. No, we don't. No, 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 no. It's, it's still a one. <laughs> I'll give so it a 1.2. 1.2. 1. 1.2. 1. There we go. 1.2 right. for music. Out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't this, have it any honestly, other way. Honestly, this may be the worst. Mm-hmm. Of the games we played for the show, this may be the worst music it's, that I've experienced. It, it is because there's there's loops of music where yeah they're quick but there's some that are just catchy and stick in your head this there is no redeeming quality whatsoever to it actually i can think of a worse soundtrack than this i think you're lying rocky and bullwinkle and friends the adventures of rocky and bullwinkle and friends you remember that mess i remember how incredibly frustrating the game was oh. but not the music it's bad well guess what our guess what our next game thing is going to be on here <laughs> no <laughs> he's not, he's not going to do that for you. for you he's not going to do that to you <laughs> no, <I won't. laughs> now yeah, we can I, always trust andy to bring bring the goods oh yeah that's that's what i'm here for <laughs> well i don't uh i don't have a whole lot left to say about this game i don't know if you guys do or not I, I, now my audio is like Audio nope. issues. There we go. There we go. I'm back. I'm back in. There we go. Uh, Paul was afraid I was going to start playing the music to the game. Oh man, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> like, I yeah. literally have nightmares of that. It's just it's it's bad. So, but no, like I said, the the soundtrack to that that video game called Lisa the Painful. Like people should check it out. It's 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 quite catchy. And every time I hear that, like the music for that game now. The only thing I could see in my head is Castle Quest, <laughs> so I, I kind of I kind of uh, messed up on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, nice A little PTSD yeah. on that. One. That's yeah, 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 close to. <laughs> I think I I think I probably listened to uh, I probably just listened to like some Metallica or something when I was playing this game. <laughs> just, <laughs> Honestly, some real music, you know. Whatever yeah. whatever music you love, just listen to it, pop it in instead of listening to the to the music of this game. It's just yeah. Just hit mute. <clears throat> Jesus, this game right, really is so, a mess. Uh, <clears throat> so you guys, uh, I guess, what's the next question, Justin? Is it worth it? How much to go for? Yeah, so is it worth it? So it's really about eight, nine dollar game. You can get this on nine. Uh, you can actually get a uh, game and manual for about ten bucks. So. <laughs> Game and manual for ten bucks, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you better have the map in that manual too, <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Pay that for it. Yeah, you gotta have the map. You gotta you gotta have the map for this game. So go ahead and pay the ten dollars if we think it's worth it. Yeah. For me, you would have to pay me that ten dollars to take this game. <laughs> it actually might be more than ten. I think I I think I literally. Uh, put this game in the furthest corner of my closet after I got done playing it. <laughs> so that way I wouldn't have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. God. It, I'm, I, I feel like this game is one of those where, you know, if you really like trying to figure games out and, and really like a challenge, this is, I mean, it's a great game for it. I mean, it's it's long. So it's, I mean, you get you, you'll definitely get your money's worth if it's the kind of game that you want. But yeah, 
I mean, this, I would say, is one of your best, your better accomplishments in gaming in general because of how much you had to devote to it. Yeah. I mean, it's really an accomplishment. It's a thing of beauty to watch somebody beat it. But, my God. But to the, be, the work to do it is... I was going to say, to be quite honest, though, and, and I, I, don't, I don't say this often about a game that I, I, I said, like, oh, ultimately, I think I liked it. But is it worth it? I don't think so. Um... I, I, it's just, I, I don't think so for that, for that price. No, because there's no replayability to this game. If, if you manage to beat it somehow, you will never, ever feel the need to ever come back to this game ever again. And like I said, you could get overwhelmed from this game within the first five minutes because of how immense the, the, the castle is, how big the map is. And, if if this game doesn't resonate with you within the, those first five minutes, you are going to literally turn this game off and you're not going to play it again. So honestly, unless you are a big fan of puzzle games and just trying to like plot out your maps and understanding it from that perspective, it's, it's not going to be worth it. It's not going to be worth the headache. If you're a fan of this early style of maze puzzle metroid type game that's not yeah. quite metroid yet if you're just mm-hmm. a huge fan of this yeah i guess it is worth it yeah i just yeah. don't i just think that this is a genre if you will that just at this time in the life cycle of the genre just was not well they didn't defined. have their footing yep they didn't yeah, have their I'd, footing at that point yeah from from the games that i played with the exception of maybe metroid itself the on the nes they just they just none of them i've really liked all that much mm-hmm yeah, on the NES anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but it's yeah, it's got those dungeon crawling aspects and and that that Metroidvania ish style, but it just it really it, it it went too far to intentionally deceive you, I think, and and to try to foil your quest to actually beat it. So it just yeah, I think it's yeah, yes, not, not good. <laughs> and like I mean, and like I alluded to earlier, if if there's a few couple of little changes that could have been made that would have made this just a great game. But it, it would have. There, there would have been mm-hmm. fundamental changes to the game, so I don't know that it would have been possible anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. I completely agree. Completely agree. Glad we're done with it. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, Paul wanted... You guys were already done with it, but Paul wanted to just bring it right back. <laughs> That's there's yeah no there's there's something about it I just yeah and and uh, because of it, it reminded me of Legacy of the Wizard I, I mean just yeah call it a habit <laughs> go out there go bury it but not in a pet cemetery yes yes Here it comes back mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll come back on a mobile on the iOS oh, stores remake oh, Castle no. Quest because uh oh, was that King's God. Knight <clears throat> just just came back they they did a remake of King's Knight for iOS. It actually looks stuck, pretty cool. I'll be I, stuck playing it on my fancy new iPhone next Friday. There you go. I can't. I can't see them works. ever coming back to Castle. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So this is where we transition to achievements. But I want to do something. I want to mix something up just a little bit. Sure. Okay. Normally we have you guys tell everybody about your show at the beginning or the end or both. But I think things are more effective when you do it right smack dab in the middle. So. <laughs> If people want to see you and all your frustrations with this game, how would they do that? So they would go to powertripgaming.tv. Um, 
it'll take you right to our channel where you can check out all the games that we played. So, um, but just a little segue here. So me and Andy, we started back in uh, 2015, and uh, we collected each one of the uh, the officially licensed Nintendo games of North America, and we're trying to not only just uh, just play each one in succession, but we're trying to actually beat and complete each one of them that that can be beaten. So um, we're on a quest to to try to beat every single one that we can, and uh, and so we're we're uh, sharing our exploits. Um, powertripgaming.tv uh you can watch all of our our frustration uh some games are fantastic and we love to play them some games are so frustrating um it's not family friendly though so uh just (laughs) you're you're forewarned um that there is some cursing and some uh some some tantrums some raunch talk (laughs) and some raunch talk well, you know, to be honest, this probably wouldn't be a family-friendly show if we actively played it during the game, during the this, podcast. That's a, yeah, a very, <laughs> you know, a very good point. I think when Paul and I talked about doing this the first time, he'd say, "Yeah, you have to watch your mouth," because I mean, I, I admit, I swear like a sailor a lot on on, <laughs> on our show, and and, I, and he said, "You guys prepare it by playing it and or playing it beforehand," and I'm like, "Yeah, if if you guys played during it, it would be a different show." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. chance. Yeah, Especially yeah. with some of the ones we've we've had on here, mm-hmm. yeah, it mm-hmm. wouldn't go well. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're by I think 129 games deep now. Yeah, because I think our latest one we just did was Cybernoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually went on a slight hiatus for a while. We ended up having a a strange falling out with a friend of ours who owned all of our equipment. So oh, <laughs> when he got very upset, mostly at me. <laughs> He took everything, so we had to rebuild everything from scratch, our Ooh. our graphics, our music, like, everything. Yeah. But in doing so, now we upgraded our stuff, so now we can play more than just the NES. Yep. We're, yep. we're playing Resident Evil 4 right now, currently. Yep. We're playing... We have so many plans to play other platforms. Yep. And, so. a, and a special shout-out to, uh, to Dude Hickman, um, when he's not being a Genesis germ, um, <laughs> for creating a, uh, a wonderful opening yeah. uh, and closing soundtrack for us. Um, and to uh, Cassie, I don't know if she actually listens to uh, Two Dudes in a Nest, but uh, she did all of our new, um, our like our, our new graphics and stuff. So uh, special shouts out to uh, to them. Yeah, absolutely. You're so back that? and you're better than ever. That's absolutely. right. You're like the bionic man. There's, there's <laughs> right. The million dollar man. What, and, that's when we, dollar man. and that's when we... Yeah. And that's when we came back to Bionic Commando, because we are. <laughs> that's true. Ooh, that was our yeah. return game. That was. Yeah. Nice. So I do recommend people check you guys out, because I really do like your stuff. I will say, though, you, you, I like your game stuff, but anytime you do like the videos that aren't the game stuff, those are some of my favorites. So like the one... Uh, for you, what, I forget what game you bought, Paul, but it wasn't the it was oh. the right game. So oh, Moosha! That, Moosha! That was the fun, yeah. that was the funniest video I've seen in a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I got I got so so upset, so upset, such raw emotion. <laughs> yeah, it was real. That was a real. No, it's uh, yeah, because I, I I seriously thought that okay, I was I was like okay, it's a fake label. At least the game's real. The game wasn't even real. So, yeah, oh, it, it, it was bad. That was so, great. But, yeah, we want to do more of that kind of stuff as well, too. So, Absolutely. so yeah, so check check out the channel because, yeah, we do odds and ends stuff like that, too. So, uh, so yeah, check Sweet. us out. Looking forward to it. All right. Trophies? Retrofitted trophies? Retrofitted trophies. Did I come up with any? I have three of them. 
I came up with five. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well, uh, okay. I guess you need to start us off then. All right, I'll do one. It's called um, Fifty Lives to Live," where it's pretty much just use all fifty of your lives because. It's a chore, even to try and die 50 times. <laughs> it actually is. You will never lose this game by running out of lives. No, I don't think I ever did. No. Not once. <laughs> no, you got to hit the reset button instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my first one is uh, it's get snarfed. And it's uh, <laughs> kill 20 attack cat enemies. And I, I had to do that just because the attack cats literally look like snarf from Thundercats. Oh, lion! Oh, snarf, snarf! <laughs> I'm not familiar with Snarf or the Thundercats, really. So no, I don't yeah, know what you guys been talking cat. about, but I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that that uh, that some of the listeners out there will uh, will know what what Thundercats are, and if they check oh, out this game, I'm sure they will. They'll they'll know what that what that means. But yeah, Snarf is just he's he's just like the kind of the mascot, the 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 Jar Jar Binks, if you will, yeah, of Thundercats, where he just uh, or or if you're familiar with He Man, he was kind of like the counterpart to Orko. Yeah, um, I'm sure if you Google Snarf, the first image that pops up, you'd be like, yes, that does look like those goofy cat things. Yeah, <laughs> I want to look it up. Actually, I'll give you a cheat. I'll give you one of my uh, trophies, and then I'll look it up. Okay. My trophy, my first trophy is is this Solomon's key. And that's just, <laughs> it's just to get a key in the first room. Yeah, it, it does look like Solomon's key. It's funny. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Precision Expert, and that is kill 10 enemies with your dagger. Because you that's, have to be very that's, precise. That's a good one. Yeah, really do. In terms of PlayStation trophies, that would be a gold. <laughs> a gold trophy. <laughs> okay. Um, Snarf <clears throat> looked him up. He's adorable. I love stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he looks cute, but uh, he is. you don't even want to. You don't want to take out the attack cats because he's, he's adorable. Yeah. Oh, he is adorable. That's a bad guy. Oh. <laughs> in, yeah. in Castle Quest, he is. I'm just going to jump over his head from now on. I'm never hitting him with my dagger. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. Well, you'll find that he will kill you most of the time because he jumps with you in the game. <laughs> he does. That's he's right. programmed to jump whenever you jump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take that risk. <laughs> <laughs> so another one of my trophies is uh, feed me Seymour, and it's get eaten by the phantom flower. So I just had to had to throw that out there. Who will get that reference? I hope somebody. Gets little, it. Is that little shop of horrors? That's right? little shop of horrors. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yep, he gets the trophy. Yes, nice. <laughs> he was afraid nobody would understand the reference. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I like little shop of horrors. It's a good one. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. You should have done it. You should have presented it in a little shop. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> done it that way, people would have got it. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, I can't do voices. Yeah. <laughs> I have one voice. Are you guys still repertoire. talking about little shop of horrors? That's uh, yeah, apparently he is. He won't. He won't let it go. Sorry. Well, I'll move on to my second <laughs> one. It's um, questing in the castle, and that is beat the game using an alternate path other than the one provided on this map. I personally think it's impossible because it's impossible, <laughs> but apparently it is. The it's manual, to do. the manual says it's not impossible. Yeah, but the manual lies. So because <laughs> yeah. the game is so tricky and the fact that it gives you keys, it'll give you like maybe three different colored keys in a room, but there's five different doors. 
So you don't know which door you're supposed to go in. Not only that, but sometimes you have to preemptively open doors to get through it later in the game. Yes, you that do. you don't realize you have to do. Yes, you do. It's and ridiculous. the map doesn't and the map doesn't even tell you that too. And so. the map does not tell you. <laughs> so the map so is mm-hmm. I'd say the map is about fifty percent accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's that would close. be that would be the uh what what's below the platinum? Is that the gold? That's a gold. That's a gold trophy. <laughs> All right, uh, my next one is called Orienteering Master, or maybe Master of Orienteering, whichever way you want to say it. And that is uh, beat the game using the map. Follow yeah. the map exactly and beat the game. Yep, yeah, like it. Hey, that's the trophy we got then. Oof. You guys are the masters of Orienteering. <laughs> All right, my next one is Are You Screwing With Me? And that is uh, the first two times you play the game, get to dead ends in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you could I, do a tiered one on that. Do I it am, five times. Do it ten times. Do it twenty-five times. I am pretty. <laughs> I am pretty sure that I actually probably said that during the first couple times <laughs> playing this and getting to a dead end. And I'm, are you messing with me? Are you messing with me, game? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. No, it's that's so accurate. <laughs> so uh, another one of mine is uh, called "I Have the Power," and it's get powered by the power beam. Now, the funny thing about this is I'm sure that uh, I, I don't know how far you guys got, but I'm just going to take a, a, a stab here with my short <laughs> rapier that you guys did not make it to any one of the power fountains. And it's funny because the first time I made it to one of these things, actually the first several times I made it to these things, I avoided them like the plague because they looked like they could kill you and I just didn't want to die. And little did I know that they actually supercharge you and make you temporarily invincible. So, uh, yeah, so if you actually let the the beam get you, then you're actually powered up. So, Which is necessary to even beat the game. Which is actually necessary. So I'm glad that so, I... Let me tell you how far I did get in this game. I have no idea. I have no idea how far I got. <laughs> <laughs> I just played it and played it and played it, and I, just, I don't even know where I was. So. Well, there were 100 rooms in it. Well, how many rooms would you say you traversed? Well, it's funny because that's how we... at least get ex- a quarter of them. Well, and that's yeah. how and that's how we used to keep track of our progress too. Is we would count like, okay, how many rooms did we actually make it through? Like 20, 21, 22. But then when you get to later stages of the game, to like the third section when you're trying to rescue Margarita, you're going to be backtracking through multiple rooms that you've already covered multiple times. So actually, you can't even use that as a gauge of how far you've actually made it. So, so, so answer yeah. me this. This will help. This will help me with my next trophy. Do you enter all 100 rooms? You do. In order to beat the game? You do. You will you will at least clip or enter the screen of each one of the rooms each 100. At least the uh the 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 route given by the, the route map. given by the map that was included with the game will have you traverse all 100 rooms. Okay, well I have a trophy that was called fully explored and that was enter all 100 rooms. So uh, that's that's one that naturally happens then. Yeah, but I wonder yeah. though if there is a a path that you can take that's not of the map that where you will go less than the 100 rooms. Hmm. So Has I, I mean, they've done a speed run of this game. I wonder. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. If could be, you guys could be the first if, to do the speed if run. If somebody has done a speed run of this game, I just I Lord have mercy on their soul. <laughs> Because it's not worth it. There are some of these rooms 
that have puzzles where these elevators will go up and down. That one particular room, I think, took us 25 minutes. No, it didn't take us 25. I knew what I was doing, but it still took me literally 10 minutes. It, it felt took, like 25 minutes. It felt like 25 minutes. It was 10, I assure you. Every time yeah, I played this game, felt like about three times as long as I, I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I feel like I would, I would play this game, and then I'd be like, man, all right, I put in a good hour. Um, so, you know, I got at least a little bit I can talk about, and then I look at the clock, like, it's only been 30 minutes. So <laughs> online... <laughs> So on on the website speedrun.com, which you have to submit a video that you did it, and I'm not going to watch the video. To, Please don't. But uh, apparently somebody in Japan did it in 12 minutes 37 seconds. Yes. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to no. call. Yeah. I. Um, that I'm calling ridiculous. shenanigans. I'm I, calling it, shenanigans on that. I, but there I, is a video. There's a video that you can watch. Like I said, I'm not going to watch it to verify it, but. That's what they're saying. I yeah, think. Let me just say then to the listeners out there, rather than play this game, it might just be worth your time to watch maybe that 12-minute video. Maybe just, yeah, watch the 12-minute speedrun of it. Then you'll I'm you'll curious. You'll experience everything that you would have if you played yeah. the game yourself. I wanna, well, I, I, I'm going to watch that video later. If anybody's interested, you like I said, you can go to speedrun.com and uh, watch <laughs> it. So. Huh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for my harsh letters, too, before I, uh, I, I didn't. Yeah. It's just <laughs> twelve minutes seems very, very unlikely for beating this game. Yeah, uh, harsh letters. Is that something I, I, I want to edit out? May, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I agree. But I, I better write that down. <laughs> I'm just reporting the facts. So yeah, no, can... no, I understand. We will not shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I may need to write that down. What? I don't have any way of writing it down. <laughs> well, I. Uh... I should really start bringing paper to the podcast. You know. <laughs> I actually started bringing a uh, a dry erase board because every so often when we're playing games for our channel, I'll, I'll say something he's like, let the record show that such and such happened. It's been a running gag now. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm finally at one point going to edit a video of every time I've said, let the record show, there's going to be an actual <laughs> record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. So now I have a black nice. uh, dry erase board in here, so I'm ready. Yeah. I'm prepared. Yeah. It only took me 120 games to do it, but I did it. That's very true. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I'm out of trophies. I got one more. I think I've got, I've got two more. Well, y'all run through right. yours because I'm done too. So. Oh, okay. Well, this one's actually a uh, – Paul will get the reference, but uh, – It'll take some explaining, but uh, it's called the uh, Perils of Perfection, and that is end of the game with zero keys, because it is possible to end the game with more keys than you are allotted. Yes, which I did, actually. I think I ended with two two yellow keys and one green key, I think so, or something like that, yeah, or one blue key. One blue key and, and two yellow keys. Which, actually, I suppose I can just segue into my last trophy, which is cutting corners, end the game with an abundance of any key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is difficult, yeah. yeah. But uh, so my uh, my last two trophies. Um, so this one is uh, I gotta I gotta sing. Going to the castle and we're gonna get fairies, <laughs> and that's obtain both fairies in the game. And then my last one is uh, keys. Give me a margarita, and that's beat the game. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like that. I think oh, we yeah. drink after this. I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I think Paul gets a trophy of the show, even though we don't really give that out. Right. We do now. We do now. <laughs> trophy of the show goes to Paul. Hey. 
Sweet. All I had to All do right, how do you guys want to rate this game? Any oh. ideas? Oh, I, have, I have nothing. This is the part of the show that I was fearing because <laughs> the it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the well, and it's kind of like the game, actually, kind of like the. It's very fitting. Like, uh, maybe, maybe, see, uh, like, uh, since it's since, well, Groken Castle, since it's like such a, a haphazard odds and end uh, castle, maybe like a like a, a building. Or something like okay. that, like a, right. like a, a, d- a design building that you like or think that's crazy or something like that. Okay, I don't have to like it though, right? Or, no, you don't have to like it, but just yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what, is, what does Broken Castle remind you of? Like what what what's the building that you would? All right, I've I've got in? one, uh, yeah. and then nobody but Justin's going to know what it is probably. Oh, uh, if you steal mine, I'm going to be aggravated because we may <laughs> have the same one. Okay, go ahead. So on on UT campus. On the you know, UT campus, <laughs> but wait, hey, I haven't said it yet. The uh, there's a the architecture building is just the most ugly building I've hideous, ever seen. It's the most hideous it's, building, and it's confusing when you go in it. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like co- concrete colored. It's not brick. It's, it's just like hideous. A gray, it's so hideous. Blobs on the campus. Yeah. So I will say that that's that's mine because I don't like this game at all, and that that. This game does not belong on the NES, and that building does not belong on the beautiful UT campus. Nor does it belong to an ac- architecture program. Yeah, that's the, wor- that's the weirdest <laughs> thing about it. It's a, it's an architecture program, and it's an ugly building. Yeah. So. Well, that was mine. You you nailed okay. mine. Well, we can exactly. share. We can so, share. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's just that's the building that sticks out most to me. Yeah. You know, for this game, I would say to me, this game reminds me of kind of like a. Um, like an airport terminal because or like an airport because there's so many different little paths here and there that it's just so confusing to me even with signs i'm always confused <laughs> so it's that's what this game feels like we had a map and we couldn't beat this game yeah and that's, that's what it feels like that's yeah that was yeah that was the most aggravating part is i had a map i knew exactly where i was supposed to go and i still had to restart and i still had to i, I still couldn't really do it have Actually, you ever been in? Have you ever been in an airport? Had a map and not found your plane? It could happen. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed if it happens. No, because it's yeah. Because they'll they'll change the terminals on you, and you won't oh know until God. it's too late. Houston, yeah. Houston did that to me, and I was so aggravated. Houston is like the weirdest airport, and they like uh, called overhead and changed the terminal like three different times on us. Oh my gosh. Wow. Go like three, three different places. And then you're like in this really nice part of the airport. And you're like, Oh, this is a pretty nice airport. And then you go to get on your plane and it's just this giant room that feels like a bus terminal. And it was like hot. It was like in the middle of summer and like, it didn't feel like it was an air conditioned room, I guess, cause the doors were open so much and it was terrible. Oh, so, that was terrible. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to, uh, say kind of like a, a building design that's, that this reminds me of, but probably nobody is going to get it. Um, but in, uh, Spring Green, Wisconsin, there's a place called House on the Rock. Mm. And it is basically this, this really eccentric guy, uh, created a, basically a living space that he built like into the, like the rock. It was not really like a mountain, but like a, rock it's 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 a very unique place but at the same time it really just reminds me of 
this broken castle because it's nothing seems to make sense. There's a room here and a dining area here and whatever. It's all over the, the, the place. And it's just, nothing seems to really make sense. It's, and there's a lot of like hidden nooks and, and, and stuff and little turns that you can make and there's multiple buildings. And so it's very easy to get lost in. And, um, and so this, this really reminds me of that. So, hmm. okay. Cool. Yeah. I bet we have some Wisconsin listeners. I hope so. Yeah, but if I think yeah, some if, people will probably if, know what you're talking about. If they've heard of it, yeah, look up House on the Rock. It's yeah, it's it's a very unique place in Wisconsin. Sweet. All right. Actually, now, sorry. Now that I think about it, there was one mechanic in the game that we didn't even touch on. Was the fact that you could reset the room and you could go back a room at the cost of a life. Remember when you had to hit controller two? Yeah. You hit like start or whatever. You bring up like a sub menu. Yeah, it told you in the instructions that you will have to do this to beat this game. Like mm-hmm. I guess if you broke a pot or something, you could hit start or something on controller two, and you could reset everything that you just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blowing my mind right now. What <laughs> on controller two? Yeah. Which you're out of luck if you have only one controller. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, even on, on page eight of the manual, it's the sub command mode. During the game, press the air B button on controller two to see its sub command display. You'll need to use these functions in order to conquer Castle Quest. Read through them carefully and take advantage of them whenever you can. That yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So you you could reset the room or you could go back one room, but it only went back to the previous room you entered. So mm-hmm. if you like, if you were in a room, you exited it and then went back in it that would count as the one you went back, which still doesn't help you if you destroy something yeah. 50 minutes ago. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I completely wow. forgot to touch on that. That is crazy. I'm glad you remembered to think about that. Cause I did not come across that at all when I was playing. I didn't, you know, I didn't yeah. think to use the second controller port to do anything. Cause it was yeah. a straightforward one player game. So this is a two player mm-hmm. game. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, technically. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't think yeah. we utilized it till ten hours afterwards. It's it, yeah, <laughs> definitely not our first playthrough. Did we utilize that? Yeah. We didn't know it existed. <laughs> so okay, so we got feedback, Justin. Oh yeah, so we got some Facebook feedback here. Uh, Phil Vecchio starts us out with, "Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite games. I spent hours mapping this thing out. So much fun." Really? Yeah. Really? Really? I'm so sorry, Did Phil. You, uh, well, <laughs> I'm not sorry. I just want to know why. Yeah, yeah. Why? I'm sorry for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm sorry about. Not sorry that he likes the game. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah Actually, I can kind of see that. Because, and again, Legacy of the Wizard. The exploring about, aspect of it can be fun. When I was a child, I never knew there was a point to Legacy of the Wizard. I would just run around and kill stuff. This game, I think, could kind of feel the same when you're younger. It's just kind of run around, open doors, maybe explore, mm-hmm. solve a puzzle or two with no real purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I could see having fun like that as a child, mapping it out, sort of. I can see having fun with it if you're a kid and you can't afford like a $50 game. And so you get <laughs> Castle Quest for your birthday or for Christmas, and that's all you have. So yep, you, you got to make, gotta make the most. forever have the nostalgia goggles on. Exactly. So, yeah, eh, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aforementioned dude Hickman <laughs> said, "Here's a here's a game I randomly picked up from a pawn shop as a kid. Despite his shortcomings, Castle Quest isn't a terrible game either. 
Good things. It's a huge non-linear game with lots of rooms to explore, keys to collect, and simple puzzles to solve. You can reset rooms. It's a pretty fun game. Bad things. The floaty jump is weird. There is one cheery jingle that plays the entire game. <laughs> yeah. Your dagger is super short. You have to use controller two to enter the sub menu, and no ability to save. So he says simple puzzles, which tells me that he never made it far in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I hate to give a germ a compliment, but dude I Hickman's don't. got some organizational skills on he his does. feedback. Does. No, he definitely does. He does. That, <laughs> that's well thought out. That is a, that I is like a, that kind of feedback. That right. is a thesis level com- uh, comment right there. <laughs> All right, Andrew Code says this is not one I am familiar with. Uh, it's Drew, Drew, it's Drewbacco. Oh yeah, Drewbacco <laughs> says this is not one I'm familiar with. I'm sure the two dudes will set the record straight, though. Guide me through toward the right decision here. Do I need to seek it out? I will allude to an earlier part of the episode for that answer. (laughs) Dude uh, dude Hickman comes back and says, tagging Dan Tallon for fun. And Dan Tallon says, I really enjoy this game. A pseudo sequel to an old Japanese only game called The The Castle. And then I'm surprised how many people like this game. Wow, man. Tyler Jones says King Graham could kick that monster's butt. Oh boy, Tyler, sorry. <laughs> sorry, <good> Tyler. <laughs> I feel like we need to apologize to Tyler again. I don't, I don't know. We we were a lot nicer to King's Quest than we were to uh, this game. Yeah, that's true. So we don't have to apologize to Tyler anymore. And he comes back and says, <laughs> on a serious note, never played this game before. I'll have to check it out. Jan Iron Hook says. Yuck, it's awful. This will surely be a uh, short decision. (laughs) Bradley Smith said, just got it in a lot. Got to move it to the top of the playlist now. (laughs) Maybe like middle to lower. Middle. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe. uh, uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, wow, I never played it, but it looks good. I'm excited for this review. Also, Alien Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, game. Timmy Max says, not one I remember. Looking forward to hear what the dudes have to say. And Tyler Jones comes back. <laughs> this is great. Because <laughs> he comes back with his review. So his original comment was at 12.52 uh, on October the 25th. And he comes back at 7.15 on October the 25th and said... Just tried it. Tis worse than poopy flavored chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gail Wilson's uh, rounds us out with never played it or seen it before, but I have been enjoying the Power Trip videos. Hey, hey. thanks, Gail. So. Nice. Okay, so on Twitter, uh, there's something weird going on here. I think somebody got hacked or something. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But first of all, Aaron Hickman comes on there again he says character in game may be one third the height of character depicted on box it's oh, like yeah. a disclaimer right <laughs> yeah uh and we should mention aaron is mm, as a dude we'll say he's putting out some pretty groovy tunes out there these days yes he is yeah. love his stuff definitely but uh under the name dia i don't really know what that where that comes from i think he told me one time and i completely forgot so sorry sorry <laughs> dia is a character on Orange is the New Black, too. 
I'm sure that's not where it comes from. It's probably like his daughter or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so terrible podcast that he's on, the Genesis Germs, but uh, put out, puts out some good music. If Although you're a, if you're a glutton Genesis for punishment, you can go listen to it. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Andy from Paul and Andy's Power Trick Gaming comments, um, one of the best games I've ever played on the NES, great music and great gameplay. Andy, what is wrong with you? <laughs> That can't be me. <laughs> it says it says right here. It says Paul and Andy at Power Trip Gaming. One of the best games I've ever played on the NES. Great music and great gameplay. And then it says Dash Andy. Sounds like a setup. <laughs> Do I don't even think I have us? a password to our Twitter. He uh, <laughs> he sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may have been a little bit of sabotage to. <laughs> <laughs> a little sabotage get me out of their good graces, I yeah, see. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I got a couple more. Cecil Dredge says, I know I have this game, but I don't think I've ever played it. I guess it's time for me to get my Castle Quest on. Uh, maybe. More power to you if you want to. Yeah. Uh, all right. Google Plus. Guess who's commenting on Google? Good old Ryan Ballard. Yes. And the No Swear Gamer. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so Ryan says, I'd never heard of it, so YouTube to the rescue. After watching it for a few minutes, this game looks awful. I don't like the soundtrack, and the graphics were lacking. Frankly, I don't see the appeal to this game, so maybe you guys will shed some light on that. I don't think we did. Mm, Not not ultimately, no. Mm -hmm. I think we definitely turned the lights out even more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely a nightlight, if anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very slow, small, dim light in the corner. (laughs) Okay, the No Swear Gamer, who has also YouTube videos, competition for you guys. Although he's he doesn't no swear. swear. You guys are swear. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, he says, "Wow, my Google Plus account still works. <laughs> Never played the game, but the box art makes it look like a storybook version of Super Smash Brothers, featuring a knight, fairies, and a musketeer, orgs, and more." I heard the musketeer was banned from the tournament play due to how imbalanced he is <laughs> it does kind of look like a weird smash brothers game because they're trying to knock each other off the stairs there mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh go check out no swear gamer on youtube as well He's, he puts out good videos yeah very he has a lot of various things he does on his videos like sometimes he'll have a toy or something you know so i don't know right <laughs> if you like all kinds of crazy things go check him out mm-hmm. then Definitely i have a, i have a couple voicemails and that should be that should be all I got. So you guys want to listen to voicemails? No. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> no, or, I, I mean, I mean, no. Justin, yeah. you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> the jerk store girl. Yeah. They're out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. Mm, rhubarb pie. It's a good comment. I like it. All right. That's, uh, yeah. That's about Castle Quest. For those, very relevant. Well, for those of you who uh, haven't been listening to the past two or three episodes, we're asking people to tell us what their favorite fall dessert is. Oh, I I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Rhubarb pie. That, that's going deep in the, deep in the, uh, dessert, uh, lineup there. Yeah, so we have one vote for rhubarb pie. I think we have two for pecan right now and one. Skinny pie. I haven't given my decision right. 
I haven't zucchini, given my decision yet. Zucchini pie is pretty good. I, I have my zucchini pie. Yeah, my mom made a zucchini pie. Actually, it's kind of very, it's very, very similar to like apple pie. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Mm. Zucchini just can taste like anything. Can't yeah, it? it really can. It really can. <laughs> That's cool. I like zucchini. Uh, what about you, Paul? Um, I, I feel like I'd be the odd man out, but um, banana cream, actually. Yeah, Love banana cream. Fall, as a fall dessert, huh? As a fall dessert, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Justin, hold your thoughts, yeah, and I'll hold mine. We'll we'll wait until everybody else chimes in. We'll right, unless I've already accidentally given mine. <laughs> we talked about it, but I don't think we've given final decisions. All right, here is another one. This one's from Josh Witt, dude, dude, Josh Witt. Hey, dudes, dude Goosebook here. Oh yeah, dude uh, Goosebook. The shadow of the ninja episode. Uh, I heard the uh, iTunes review you guys got. And I just, uh, I had some uh, comments about that. So, uh, I know the guy said, uh, if you haven't played Castlevania as a kid. Oops. Nope. <laughs> I never played Castlevania as a kid. None of my friends had it. And I, I'd never even seen the game until probably about five years ago. And guess what happened? After I played it. I wrote a gleaming review about it and how great it was, and specifically how great it was for being an early um, Nintendo game. So I actually had more appreciation for the game because I had never played it. And I think that having different perspectives on things is really what makes the podcast uh, interesting, right? Because if everybody had played it at the same time and had the same opinion, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, Justin. I'm in the uh, no Castlevania as a kid group, and um, sticking strong, still love the game, and I think uh, keep the fresh <laughs> opinions like that as it makes it awesome. So don't let the uh, don't let the three stars uh, get you down, and uh, keep up the great pod. Thanks, Josh. Didn't give me down. I actually wished it was a two stars. We'd have another two <laughs> star to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to make fun of somebody who, even though they're kind of digging at you it's hard to make fun of them when they're giving you three stars because it's, it's like that's halfway so, to five yeah and it's like do you like it it's closer to five than it is to one i'm confused if he would have given us a one or a two we could just really be laying into him but, <laughs> but it's not closer to five than it is to one but it's closer to five than it is to zero yeah oh so maybe we can get on it <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> i'm confused I do like what he said about that, though. Like, not playing things as a child. Yeah, not having the nostalgia goggles on, basically. Because when we played, when we did Guardian Legend, you never played it as a kid. I never played it. But I grew up with it. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting to see, like, the differences between playing. I feel like that's that's the perfect way to have the episode, actually, is when one person has played it when they were a kid and played it all their life, and the other one is just now playing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, here's another one. This one's from Ivan, Dude Ivan. Hello, dudes. This is Dude Ivan calling with three things I wanted to talk about. Three. First, Whoa. I wanted to defend you guys about the Castlevania review you guys got. Again. I was the guy that had requested that for a Patreon over many years back at this point. And I thought you guys did exactly what I wanted you to do. Nice combination of game talk and tangents. Very entertaining. So... That three-star can go off with the two-star. We're just listening to some one-star podcast about how many <laughs> shots of bubble lead it takes to defeat Metal Man. 
Second, I wanted to put in a shameless plug for the Taste Test podcast, which I recently joined, appearing on the Playing With Power podcast feed. It's similar in concept to Two Dudes. We review old video games, mostly NES, that one or more of us haven't played and want to get a taste of. Hmm. We were just talking about uh, this. Oh, wow. Well, I get it. That's interesting. Yeah. Check out Ivan's new... I accidentally cut him off her. Oh, Hold on. No. <laughs> it's a stupid old iPhone I have. It just doesn't work. Ugh. I need the new one. Why can't it be next Friday? I want to get a taste of uh, The tangents are decidedly less family-friendly, but it's a lot of fun. I suggest checking it out. And third, my favorite Thanksgiving Day dessert, pecan pie. Got another Love one for pecan. It's good. Thanks, mm-hmm. Ivan. Oh, wait, we did talk about... Oh, man, I think I did give mine away. We did talk about it. It yeah, may not be an episode it. that's released yet at this point, but we, I think we did talk. I think I did give mine away, actually. Yeah. Anyways, thanks, Ivan. I didn't know we was going to get so many defenders of the three-star. Yeah. So defenders against the three-star on this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me, uh, let, me, let me fill Andy in a little bit. So uh, they had gotten a... Uh, uh, an iTunes review for their Castlevania episode because the the person accused them of going on too many tangents for such a uh, an iconic game, I guess, and that they didn't go into it with enough of like a I guess a, a script or what they're saying, and they they didn't want them to go into so many tangents. So yeah, but that's half the allure of this, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I mean, everybody talks about. I mean, I feel like especially on the Castlevania. Every podcast out there probably talking about Castlevania. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's so the thing. Like, just you talk can, about Castlevania. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, I think at this point, people listen to you guys, not necessarily like, yeah, the game reviews and, and, and the game information, like, it's great stuff. But I, I, for me personally, I listen to it because, like, I listen to the tangents. I love the tangents. I love the, the dynamic between mm. you guys. So, like, that's, that's what I listen to. The insight into the life. Yeah. That's that's entertaining. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every podcast I listen to and every YouTube show that I watch, that's the reason I watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can get, like tech news or game news or anything. You can you read get that anywhere. That. I get yeah. that from about fifteen different channels. Right. Mm-hmm. Just the ones I watch are the ones I like the host. Mm-hmm. Huh. huh. All right. Uh, we got one more voicemail, and then we'll be done. Oh, a lot of voicemails. I know. This one's from Josh Webb again. Oh, okay. I think you butt dialed us. Uh oh. It was pocket <laughs> pocket dial. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, let's that's see. a butt dial. Let's see where where'd he go? Let's see where, where he goes. Yeah, where... Sounds like he's driving, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Josh. So, yeah, thanks, Josh. So I think um <laughs> Sometimes I think maybe I should screen the calls. No, I like no, no, <laughs> no, no, great. no. You can't. That's the yeah. fun. Yeah, that's the fun yeah. of it. You okay. never know what All you're right. gonna get. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't. Okay, we're going pretty long, so I'll I'll save my Mario Odyssey talk for another time. But just right. suffice to say, Andy, you made the wrong choice. Yeah, I'm realizing that oh, now. <laughs> with, the, with the Fire Emblem purchase instead of Mario. <laughs> well, I can always I get it say, tomorrow today. For long story short, before because I do want to say just a couple things about it, but long story short, uh, I got it. Crabman came over last night, 
had a couple adult beverages, played it pretty much from the time that I got home until the time, time to go to bed. And I was not done with it. I did not want to quit, but I knew how to get up this morning. So I blame you guys, first of all, for <laughs> me having to stop playing it. Fair enough. <laughs> and, but it is, it is, if you like 3D Mario, it is every bit of everything you like about 3D Mario. It's just, it's amazing. I love it. The yeah. 10 out of 10s so far, after playing about three or four hours, is every bit of it's warranted. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard nothing but positive things about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And I personally, because I'm a bigger fan of Mario than Zelda, I think it's better than Breath of the Wild. Ooh, I was going to say those those are big words. Yeah. Those are big words. Yeah. I'll let you know after I get another four or five hours into it. But for now, uh, it's the first four hours of this one's better than the first four hours of Breath of the Wild for me. But nice. I'm also See, a bigger Mario fan than a Zelda fan. Uh, see, I'm on the fence too because I don't know whether to get Super Mario Odyssey or to get that Mario Rabbids one. This because I'm a big oh, RPG man, that guy. That was really good too. Yeah, that I love really RPGs, good. and I heard that one's very strategy mm-hmm. RPG ish. It, it it is XCOM basically with Mario. If you like, yeah. XCOM. Oh yeah, yeah. So that now see, you know what? I worked a lot of overtime this week. Maybe I'll just get both. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take back Fire Emblem? I'm, I don't know if it's any good. Have you have you opened it yet? I have not opened. Oh it. well, there you go. Although I did buy an amiibo that went with it, so <laughs> uh, I don't know. The Fire Emblem game looks somewhat funny. I feel like it would be better suited for the Dynasty Warriors treatment than Zelda was. Well, I don't know yet because I thought Zelda translated very well into Dynasty. It did, Warriors. it did, but I just feel like the style of the Fire Emblem might translate better. I, I like the dynamic of the spear, sword, axe thing. I, I, I'd be curious to see how that works in the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm curious. I'll, I'll have to. Well, it looks like I got shopping to do this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you won't be disappointed with Mario for sure. Either one of them. They're both great. Yeah. Well, coming off of Castle Quest, you can't be disappointed with anything, really. Yeah, that's true. That you can play just about anything right now. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Well, that's thanks. all I've got. Well, thanks for having us, uh, having us on again. Yeah, we really love uh, joining uh, two dudes. We like having you guys on too. We're, yeah, four dudes. great. Four dudes is better than great. two. Sometimes. That's right. <laughs> four dudes and an S. Yeah. Justin, where can they find us? Well, you can find us on social media, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and then you can always find us on our website, two dudes and an S dot com, then ten dudes dot com, and NES2.com. Just renewed our uh, fees to keep those websites open. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> and it will be open at least another year. Of course, you can always call us at 775 773 8761, or that is 775 7Retro1, if you like the alphanumerics. And of course, you can always go on our website from a mobile phone and click the little phone icon, and it will. It will call us that way. I don't know if it works on a Samsung Galaxy X5 or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. Paul's got. But I can vouch that it works on anything made in this century. Well, <laughs> well, for your next game, then, I will make it a point to test whether it will work on a Galaxy S5. So I will call in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, next time we're on, we promise it'll be a better game. And Yes, because Andy will be picking it. You got that. Sometimes right. I like the bad games just as much as I like the good games. Yeah, this be is a good episode because <laughs> bad game. It's fun. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, bye everybody. Peace.
played the mandolin in about six months. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Would be, would be, (laughs) but you turned on the pirate all of a sudden. There'd be mutton. (laughs) Well, you see pirates at that, ironically. Well, you see video game characters too. People just like to dress up and whatever. The the, iconic Star Trek outfits. Oh, yeah, the Star Trek outfits. Trekkies. When was William Shatner in the Middle Ages?